Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always doing Oh, yeah. Episode of Hard Factor presented by the Barstool News Network. It is Florida Man Friday, June nineteenth, twenty twenty. Hell yeah, uh, and, yeah! And it, today's going to be a very different Florida Man Friday. We've got uh, Florida news up front and an interview with a Florida man about politics and more in the back, and an interview with an expert on the Coach Gundy situation. And on top of all that, it's Juneteenth, so this is episode number four fifty seven of Hard Factor. And probably, I'd say, the most robust to date. Uh, oh, so content. robust. Yeah, it's like one of our bodies. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Buxom, yeah. You, you, you might even I'm say. I'm a busty man. Bursting at the seams. Mm. I'm thick. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it's so good uh, that a story about a drunk monkey and voicemails and reviews are getting pushed to Monday. That's yeah. how good this is. So uh, we're just getting stronger and stronger as 2020 gets shittier and shittier. Hard factors. We're on the inverse. Uh, but... Happy Juneteenth to all. Before we move on, I wanted to give a little back background about, about what Juneteenth is. It's also called Freedom Day, Liberation Day, or Emancipation Day. And the origins are from Texas on June 19th, 1865, when all the slaves in Texas were officially freed. Uh, it took until two months after the Civil War was officially lost uh, by the Confederacy for the Union Army to get to Texas and force the proclamation on the most remote state in the Confederacy. Um, officially killing slavery in the United States for good. Uh, sounds like a good candidate for a national U.S. holiday, if you ask me. It's recognized in 49 uh, states, I think, right now. So happy Juneteenth to everybody. Happy <laughs> Florida state, Man Friday. What state does yeah, Who's a holdout? Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> happy Juneteenth. <laughs> Mark, get us going. <laughs> All right, guys. My wife sent me a pretty fucked up one, and let's just get right into it. This headline out of Polk County reads... 58-year-old arrested for child porn also purchased and ate soiled underwear. What? Yeah. yeah. So some guy that was into child porn also they, had a little... Yeah, did they need to put the yeah. eight part in there? I mean, it's kind of implied if you're purchasing soiled underwear, what you're going to do with it. No, yeah, you they, think they it's wanted implied? You, to know. No, I you mean, think it's implied he, you'd eat it? Soiled yeah, I underwear? We, I thought we yes. talked about people wore it on their head. I don't know if you'd eat it. <laughs> what else do you do so... with soiled underwear if I not eat it? I thought they just smell it. No, just smell definitely it. not eat it. Yes, yeah, yeah, no, that's how it starts, Will. But then oh. they, they can't help themselves. It's like putting oh. a nice juicy steak under your nose. Well, this definitely wasn't uh, this guy's first pair. So Sheriff Grady Judd, our guy in the county just north of Tampa, that said uh, something along the lines of he encourages his residents to blow anyone away that's like messing with their property. Oh, yeah. when, remember that guy? That's right. Um, his residents well, will be in their homes with their guns loaded. Armed well, and encouraged. If you try to start back. a fire in one of their kitchens. 
You're dead. <laughs> yeah. He, he's back and he's got his hands full with some really sick guys in this county. Um, Ho- Jose Arraza allegedly possessed and distributed child pornography, but that, you know, wasn't a- enough for him to fill his sex- sick sexual desires. He also, you know, allegedly purchased an eight soiled underwear. And Judd said this about him at a press conference for Operation Guardians of Innocence 5, which is where they arrested 16 men that face a total of 1,400 felony charges. 16 oh, pedophiles. shit. So that's like a catch a predator thing. Yes. It's uh, their fifth operation and most successful, it sounds like, 1,400 felonies. He said this about Arasa. Arasa was buying these things and ingesting them. Did you hear me? He was munching on them. This guy has a problem. Right. I kind of I didn't know about this. I knew about I knew child porn was a thing. I didn't know soiled underwear was a thing. Also, I'm curious. Uh, like, Munching on them. Is it is it kids soiled underwear? And if so, this is a great way to potentially create income for single mothers. As long as you don't have to, like, know who the kid is. Like, well, they have soiled I mean, underwear all I, day. I think I'll, I should have uh, next year, a baby. I'm thinking about now. What if you could sell the. Shitty. Un- yeah. Child Will he go to- that young? Will yeah. he eat diapers? I don't know. Well, Deb, Deb, the demander, right? <laughs> he's, 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 he's got scruples. Well, he's not without scruples. Yeah. He, okay. See, I don't think Judd clarified. He did say this. There's a market out there. You know uh, what kind of things get into soiled underwear, though, right? Uh, sometimes you think <laughs> sometimes you think you're just passing gas and you're not. You can't trust a fart when you're over 60, but this guy will buy it. So he's implying that he he also buys older people's. This makes no sense. Dude, Judd is is the best. He's doing a stand-up routine out Uh, there. Judd is is not making sense up there because this this dude's interested in kids, but then he's implying that there's semen in these undies, which wouldn't be possible. Now he's saying that. You know what else he was doing online? He was purchasing sold underwear. Did you hear me? He was buying these things and ingesting them. Did you hear me? He was munching on them. He was an IT specialist in communication for Lockheed Martin. Judge a superstar, Pat. He's a superstar in his county. He might be a superstar in the entire state of Florida. We'll see if he goes into politics. No, no. I feel like if Ed Orgeron took Grady Judd as his VP... That could, and they promised to legalize weed. That could win every state. I think so too. He was up there for eighteen minutes riffing, and he did mention Pat that he's not a comedian. He goes, "I don't bring the. Why do I bring these things up? I don't bring them up for levity. I bring them up to paint a picture on how sick these fellers are." Uh, <laughs> also, so, um, also arrested in the Polk County child pornography operation, and the sixteen guys I mentioned were a former pair of Disney employees, a local nurse, and a local pharmacist. Araza was an ex IT specialist. For Lockheed Martin. Ooh. Oh, so great. Sick, so he was, he probably like puppies had, hiding in plain sight. Yeah, yeah he probably that. had access to like look at your texts and shit. Mm-hmm. Ugh, yeah. terrible. Child pornography is the fucking worst. These guys are the worst. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, guys, this next one is a love story, but not a traditional one. Uh, this one is about the love a man has for his favorite thing, the thing that makes him most happy. For some, it's their favorite team, for others, it might could be their car. But for 25-year-old Florida man Justin Arthur Allen Couch, that's a four-banger. It's his wiener. <laughs> oh, close. It, is that uh, a hyphenated last name? Or no, is that all a... four independent freestanding names. We've never had Double a middle. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's Justin's machete that makes ah. him the happiest on this planet. Justin's love for the machete is multifaceted, guys. Much like the way the buffalo provided essentials for the Native Americans on multiple levels, you know, the meat that fueled their bodies, the hides kept them warm, their bones made useful tools, 
The machete is Justin's buffalo. Uh, not only okay. is the machete Justin's weapon of choice, which subsequently got him placed in custody and charged with aggravated battery on mm. Tuesday, but it's also the crown jewel of Justin's uh, <laughs> identity and self-expression, uh, most clearly evidenced by the machete tattoo he has on his face. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, so the guy it. with the machete tattoo was is arrested for a machete attack. Big time well, for... And it's like a teardrop on steroids. That thing is huge. It it's wraps not, around his lower, small, his lower right. left eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, well, if, if it's like the teardrop, that's going to be hard to get. Every time he stabs someone, he has to have a six-inch machete tattoo on his face. It's oh, tough. Run out yeah, of real it's estate. like the Ohio yeah. Buckeye when you get a pancake block. <laughs> for lack of yeah. a better term here, guys, Justin literally wears his affinity for the large knife on his sleeve face. Uh, on Saturday, guys, Just- Machete Justin and an unidentified man got into it outside the man's home on Terrytown Drive in Spring Hill, Florida. Uh, apparently, the man didn't want to let Machete Justin into his home. Uh, his reasoning was unclear. Good call. Yeah, uh, but things got heated, and I'm not sure how the man didn't see this one coming or why he would think about mincing words with Machete Justin, but that's what happened. And before he knew it, the man was on the wrong side of Justin's machete. Uh, according to authorities, wow. as the argument reached a boiling point, Justin struck the man in the arm and leg with the flat side of the machete's blade. So a warning shot, so to speak. Then, oh, quote, yeah. couch- he's a real expert. Yeah. Oh, no, he's surgical with that motherfucker. If you got a machete tattooed on your face, you better know I mean, what you're doing. He's using yeah. the backside. He's using all parts. Like you said, it's, he's, he's a machete. He's piece. an artist, really. He's yeah. like uh, Pele with that thing. Like with the side. Like- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's Uh, it's part of his hand, essentially. Yeah. Uh, Couch then, quote, swung the machete at the victim's face. And in order to block the strike, the victim quickly placed his left arm in front of his face. And the victim's left forearm was Mm. struck with the blade of the machete. Uh, The victim felt severe pain and then passed out. Um, Yeah. Well, it took off half his arm. Yeah. This guy loves machetes. You should have known that, buddy. Um, Machete Coletti. mm -hmm. That's why we call him Machete (laughs) Phil. (laughs) Being that the man had learned his lesson the hard way, Couch packed him uh, up in the car, which I'm guessing had a my other car as a machete bumper sticker on it, and drove him to a friend's (laughs) house who later drove him to the hospital. Uh, The victim survived but cannot use or move his left hand. Uh, yeah, yeah that's, that's bad. Wait, so he, he then saved the man after yeah, maiming well, him? Yeah, as a gentleman does. Uh, he learned his lesson. <laughs> the machete the code? Yeah, okay. He can't anyway, help himself. He take, gets in a machete rage, and yeah. then the damage is done, <laughs> and then he snaps out of it. Taking it to the internet, uh, <laughs> at perpetuity says, it's always the ones you least expect. Ah, uh, got him. That mm. that I, I'm looking at that picture. That that is a, a egregious tattoo of a machete right under his eye. Yeah, it's not I well mean, done. Just, no, no, it looks more like a, a fat saber. You know, like, like a pirate it's not sword. Even, yeah. Right? Yeah, it's just. But what he do you says want under to your eye? You're not going to argue with that someone. guy. Yeah. Okay. Someone right. did argue with him. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Right. The one. Yeah. Bad mistake. Mistake. What? What? Did he get some charges there? Or is he just yeah, okay. aggravated battery? He's in custody. Uh, oh, oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I was worried yeah. he, he was just allowed to go after taking the guy to the hospital. He just. Okay. Never mind. Maybe uh, maybe later in life he'll get like a tattoo of a book and get into books like on the other so. side of the face. It's gonna be real tough for him in jail with no access to machetes. It's gonna be real lonely. Yeah. <laughs> All right, taking it from machetes to crossbows. On Sunday night in mm. Fort Walton Beach, Florida, the entire town got a little uh, more than they bargained for when Matthew Ross Peters, 42, 
headed out uh, for the night on the town in his 90s Ford pickup armed with two things, a crossbow and a baggie of meth. Sounds like a country uh, music song. Yeah, yeah and, a, and a drinking problem, probably, armed with that, too. Yeah. You'd think so. And issues yeah. with his father. Right. <laughs> you, a lot of, a lot of, I mean, baggage galore, I'd imagine, mm-hmm. uh, with yeah. Peters here. Uh, didn't take Peters long after driving around in that state uh, doing meth, uh, and he got bored. So he started pulling up to strangers on the road and then shooting the crossbow at them through the truck window. So just, you know, just a classic gag. You get high on meth and you, you drive around the streets and you shoot the crossbow people. Uh, That's so, like the uh, intense yeah. version of the rocks at a passing train. Right. It's just yeah. a, a total psychopath. Movie. Why do right. they even sell the crossbow? Like, I think that you should. I think oh, it should be yeah. harder to get a crossbow than a gun. No, I was going <laughs> to say this at the end, Pat. I was going to say this at the end of this story. But the crossbow, if there's anything we've learned from hard factors, that the crossbow is the, the sign of, of a murderous psychopath. Yeah, I like, don't hunters you, don't like 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 hunters use like compound bows. Like what it, what is the purpose of a crossbow today? Only to shoot people according to what we've covered on the show. I mean, like maybe there's some competitions for accuracy. If if you're in the hive and you're a crossbow enthusiast, please let us know yeah. what the fuck you do and and if if people are scary in the crossbow. It's world. psychos and ren fairs. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Anyhow. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Sadly, for 57-year-old Benny Davis, he was on the wrong end of this crossbow guy. Uh, Peters was actually able to hit him in the head uh, with a crossbow bolt as Davis was biking along the side of the road. And uh, Peters pulled up, pow, smacked him in the head with a crossbow bolt. Luckily, though, uh, police were able to arrive on the scene, take Davis to the hospital, and he's fine. Oh, tell me Uh, he's wearing a helmet. He survived a crossbow to the head? Yeah, he was probably wearing a helmet pack, correct? If he wasn't, he will be from now on when he goes out. Those are called... Yeah. Those are called bolts, correct? He took yeah, a, bolt a bolt to bolt. the head? A bolt, yeah. yeah. I, I, it's either a helmet or a graze, you know, like, Oof. didn't hit him full on. Uh, but luckily for uh, Fort Walton Beach, the entire town, a meth head and his giant truck from the 90s uh, carrying a crossbow is pretty easy to spot at the Seabreeze Inn parking lot by local detectives, uh, where Peters was taken into jail with no further incident after being located uh, for being a complete fucking nut job who was high on meth shooting crossbows at people. Yeah, um, it was probably yeah. the uh, crossbow mud flaps he had on his truck that, that gave it away. Probably yeah, or, so. Or the screaming while naked. Right. Maybe, maybe that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The blood well, identified which yeah. out from yeah. below the door, smearing <laughs> the blood all over himself naked <laughs> in the parking lot. Should of the we Seabreeze ask at the front desk which one he's in? Or no, I think yeah. I know. I think it's twelve. <laughs> Pretty sure I've seen Peters. Uh, yeah. yeah, so uh, you might want to watch yourself uh, looking through that peephole, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, crossbow coming at you. Another uh, Florida man news: Matt Gates announced he has a Cuban son of no relation. He's been hiding from the public for years. So that's another Florida story. We don't have time to dive all the way into for now, but that also is yeah. And Cuban a bridge like, is about to collapse. Cuban American Gates has or a secret. Yeah, he has. Uh, no, Cuban, he's, Cuban, he said Cuban. legally immigrated. So I, I, I mean, thirteen-year-old we'll Cuban when he was twenty-seven. We're and... gonna have to. There's gonna. We have to dive a lot. It's deeper like an Elian Gonzalez yeah. situation. So yeah, okay. big time. And then there's like a bridge collapsing in Florida too. A lot of couldn't get to it. We got so much couldn't... shit. So much shit. Uh, right. So now we got to move on to to the other stuff we got to get to today. Let's take it to an exclusive response to the Mike Gundy shirtgate situation with OAN anchor Emily Finn. 
I am a huge fan of Barstool. Nice. And I, when I saw that they had a daily news podcast, I was like, my God, this is so cool. Of course <laughs> I have to follow you guys. And yeah. I definitely appreciate the humor. And I think it's a, uh, it's so sad that people, you know, take themselves so seriously today, especially when it comes to news and throwing a little bit of humor in there, taking a step back and saying, all right, let's not take this so serious. We're all human beings at the end of the day. I love that. That's the message that you guys have. So big, yeah. big fan, big fan. Absolutely. Of oh, yeah. All right. Welcome to the show to talk a little bit about the Mike Gundy shirt gate is one of the anchors from OAN, Emily Finn. Emily, thanks for coming on. It's nice to finally meet you. I know we've been following each other for a while. Absolutely. I'm thrilled to be here, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so can you give us a little bit, you know, I think a lot of our listeners might not, OAN is, is, is not carried on most cable networks, right? Uh, so can you give us a little bit of background about what is OAN and uh, what do you do there for them? Yeah. So, so I'll give you a little bit about my story about how I started at OAN. So um, summer of 2018, I began as an intern. And so I got hired as a writer. This was kind of uh, the one place that I thought was my wild card. Like, I'll probably never get an internship there, but OK, we'll just see what happens. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I'm originally from Michigan, packed up, moved all the way out to San Diego, decided, OK, we're doing this. We're going to we're going to learn how to write. And before the summer was over, I went to uh, the CEO of our company and said, you know, I have some experience with anchoring from my college days. Give me one shot. Just give me one chance to prove to you that I could handle this. And he said, you know, OK, bet as all, you know, 80 year old men talk. <laughs> and, and so he gave me a chance. I did my very first show at 21 years old and then got hired back as a fill in anchor. So I have been part of every, you know, from writing to anchoring to, you know, a little bit of the producing side. I've been a part of all of it. So I, I see wow. from how the stories are picked to how our fact checking process goes to, you know, how it's finally edited before it gets to the prompter and I read it. So it's been an incredible experience, an incredible opportunity out here. Nice. nice. How long has OAN been around? Is it Yeah, so about, recent? yeah, since 2013, we launched on July 4th, a uh, very patriotic day. Um, <laughs> so in the very beginning, uh, it was kind of, you know, just as all networks start in the beginning, uh, very small, you know, small staff, and we've been growing ever since. So obviously the big news related to OAN this week is Mike Gundy, right, got in trouble, the coach for uh, Oklahoma State, got in trouble for wearing an OAN shirt it looked like on a fishing trip. Why do you think that is? Do you have any thoughts on that? So I think the reason why he got in trouble was because uh, his running back, his player, Chuba Hubbard, that he posted on Twitter and kind of automatically resorted to this cancel culture saying, I'm not going to play for you because you're wearing this shirt. And he didn't agree with what One American News stands for and the kind of content that we put out. Now, I do. I have this up on my laptop right now. It's a quote from Mike Gundy that was just a couple of weeks before this photo was posted. And he said it was so in talking about how he was flipping through stations and finds One American News said that it was so refreshing they just report the news. There's no commentary. There's no opinions on this. There's no left. There's no right. They just reported the news. And I've been watching them the last week. Yeah. Now, that's very different. Hold on. Let me go back. From so what he said. Uh, yeah. There we go. After that. Right. Yeah. So very, very different from his remarks um, with his apology later on, which I'm sure we'll touch on in a couple moments. So I think uh, I think the reason he got in trouble is because of this automatic cancel culture. And now, uh, respectfully, I, I, don't, I don't think that Chuba has watched an entire hour of One American News, because if he watched it, he would see that, you know, Gundy's original comment saying that we, we report the facts. It's not right. It's not left during our regular hours during the daytime. That's what we do. And, and we try yeah. and stay down the middle. 
Now, does every network have a little bit of a bias? Of course. And sometimes with the type of stories that we pick, you could see a conservative bias there. But we are, it is, it is very, very much um, ingrained in our training that we have to make sure that we are reporting facts first. Do you think that if Mike Gundy was wearing uh, a Huffington Post shirt, he would have gotten in any trouble? Mm. No, no, I, I don't think he would have gotten in any trouble at all. I think that there is a very clear double standard in this country that, uh, you know, if you are a conservative, you can be criticized and you can be, you know, like we talked about that cancel culture. If you are proud of that, I mean, you look at people who wear Make America Great Again hats supporting the president of the United States and they get canceled as well. So you, you never see that on the other side. You don't see that if someone's out there wearing a Feel the Burn shirt, you know, they're not, you know, being publicly attacked. And so I think uh, I think, yeah, it's it's definitely that double standard in this country. So he, Gundy wouldn't have had any backlash at all if he was wearing a Huffington Post shirt or you know, someone like the Daily Beast or CNN or MSNBC, any of them on the left. So on the flip side, do you think do you see any merit to Chuba Hubbard's point where if OAN is 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 coming with their coverage uh, that is not in agreement with the Black Lives Matter movement, that it could be counterproductive to the, the end goals that they're trying to produce, which I guess is like re- police reform and things like that? If Chuba had a problem with One American News and had an issue with our coverage, of course, he should be able to raise that concern. I personally didn't think it was appropriate to just automatically call it his coach and cancel him and say, I'm not going to play for you anymore. And then that obviously a bunch of other people jumped on that bandwagon and said, you know, okay, we're calling for him to be fired. I didn't think that was the appropriate way to go about it. But I think something that's really important is we need to bridge this gap between political parties and at least be able to communicate with each other and have a conversation. And so I I would, you know, personally invite Chuba and Coach Gundy to come to One American News. I would give them a personal tour of our studio. I'll introduce them to Liz Wheeler, to Alex Selvey, to Graham Ledger, our talk show host. He can come see what the process is actually like. I would love, love, love to invite both of them here and actually meet them and talk to them because I think that's what our country needs. We need more tolerance. We need more love. We need more peace and we need we need communication. And so, no, I don't think that he was wrong for raising concerns. However, he should be able to have a conversation with us so that we can come to a common ground. Do you think that President Donald Trump's tone with with, you know, discussing the protesters, the rioters and stuff could be better? You think it seems like a lot of people think he's focusing more on like quelling the the violent protests as opposed to maybe talking about um, the issue of systematic racism or anything like that. Uh, do you think he could have a different tone maybe? If the, if the protests hadn't turned violent in the first place, he wouldn't have had to say, you know, law and order. We need to make sure that we're keeping our people safe. We need to make sure that we're supporting our police officers in this moment. I think that would have been totally different. And if the protests were 100 percent peaceful and they didn't get hijacked into these, you know, burning buildings and looting, you know, footage that we saw, I think it would have been different. And now that we're not seeing that as much anymore and it is more and more peaceful, I think that now is the time for him to come to the table. And we just saw, you know, we saw I think it was earlier this week, President Trump met with the families of uh, Rayshard Brooks, of Ahmad Aubrey, of I, actually, I take that back. I'm not sure about Rayshard Brooks, but he met with some of the families of George Floyd, of Ahmaud Arbery. And mm-hmm. I know that there was no media involved. There was no cameras in the room. It was just him sitting there having a conversation with these families to learn and to hear about what what is happening. You know, what? why are you hurting? What can I do to help? And so now is the time to really 
change that tone to be much more, uh, much more peaceful. But in the moment, he had to protect the American people. I mean, you can't have cities burning to the ground. That's that, that's the job of the president to be able to protect us. Yeah. Everywhere but Seattle, I guess, right? Okay. Uh, this is the last question, the predicted question. Uh, go to predictit.org slash promo slash artfactor20 for a free 20 bucks. All right, Emily, who do you think Biden is going to pick as his VP? Oh, boy. Well, we have lots of lots of options out there that he's been considering so far. I mean, Stacey Abrams with her uh, her photo that she had, uh, yeah. superhero photo. <laughs> spread, I, mean, yeah. I hope she gets it just because of that picture. Um, <laughs> but I must admit, uh, I... I don't really know who he's going to pick. Uh, I don't really, uh, it, it's hard to say. I know Kamala Harris, she's in the running too. I think he definitely um, is going to consider a black woman. Uh, I know he said a woman is who he's going to be uh, committing to for sure, but I think he's definitely going to consider a black woman given everything that's happened mm-hmm. with uh, the George Floyd protests in recent days. Um, so that's that's all I would say on that. I, I, I'm, I'm cautious to pick one in particular because i don't want to be wrong <laughs> we're thinking along the same lines yeah she's yeah. she's definitely the favorite she's she's probably the overwhelming favorite based on the predictors uh, predicted um another question since you're on the pacific coast are you thinking of uh, stopping by the chaz or the chop anytime soon oh right good question. i am not absolutely <laughs> not <laughs> not gonna not gonna move i have no chaz? interest in risking oh. the chaz or chop right. or whatever chop. They're right sorry Whoops. don't want to say chaz anymore yes yeah. it's not an autonomous zone they call it right. they call it chop now right you right better get that straight and one last uh question it's a two-parter for the predicted um how many simps in the dm sliding in each day um simps yeah yeah Guys, guys hitting, guys hitting on you. So it would be someone that's like uh, overly complimentary towards you and trying to hit on you. Clearly, just really, you know, after <laughs> after a good news report, you know. Yeah. yeah. I I don't I don't know how to answer this um, without sounding a little full of myself, I suppose. Oh, but there's there's a, a couple. A there, lot. There, there's a couple okay. every day. Yeah. Sometimes feel, uh, listen, the sugar I'm daddy's for even there. asking. So. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look. No, it's uh, it's uh, it's all good. I try and try and just ignore them. I just delete them. I have no no interest. Not paying attention. Uh oh. Uh, <laughs> but that's that's as hard to get. They're going to be more. They just want more. So. Let that be a lesson. Don't simp, fellas. Is that is that the life of a simp? That you would just always want more. You oh, never yeah. stop. DMs <laughs> nonstop. I'll have, have to Urban Dictionary simp later on. I feel yeah, bad for sure. not knowing that. That, that, that was a question that came to us from our much younger and more uh, in the loop interns. So really? like, yeah. hey. okay. I don't know either. We have to look up these terms because we have to stay on on top of them and pretend like we're a lot younger. Um, right. So I don't, I don't really know what that was before yeah. last night. So uh, Emily, thanks for coming on and joining Hard Factor. Uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Absolutely, I really appreciate the opportunity, guys. Thanks so much. Oh yeah! Hey guys, uh, that was brought to you by Caliper CBD. And who mm. says taking care of yourselves needs to be needs to be hard? Right? Like who who the fuck says that? I can tell you from experience. If you need a little help getting to sleep easier, calming down, and or being less sore, the solution is Caliper CBD. Mm. Uh, you know, you're not. You're probably thinking, oh, CBD. I've heard of it. I think uh, there's a store nearby that might sell that stuff. Guess what? Shut that inner voice up right now. Shut that shit up right now. Don't don't even think about that and listen to me. Caliper CBD is store. Yeah. Why would you go to a weirdo store? Trust me, you don't want to go in those stores. You have to talk to to someone. Uh, and they're not, they're not, they're weirdos in those stores. A lot of incense. Uh, You're going to want to yeah. just go straight to the net. It's, it's in rate. It's not calming going into those stores. Um, but Caliber CBD is the best way to consume CBD. It's a tasteless powder that you can put in any liquid and boom, it goes down so easy. It's amazing. 
20 milligram packets, each one of them exactly 20 milligrams. Uh, and the effects take place within 15 minutes, like before you can, uh, you know, think about it. Not only are the tinctures uh, disgusting, tasting and weird, but uh, Caliper CBD crushes tinctures by having 450% more effective results uh, with the CBD than tinctures. It's fantastic. Whoa. CBD was. It's That's fantastic. huge. After a long day of sitting in the old uh, studio chair here, nothing nothing relieves the soreness like a, like a no. It's four and a half glass times of Caliper. Four and a half times better and tastes a million times better. Uh, Caliper CBD comes in an affordable 10 and 30 packs. Get the 30 pack. You can get started for under 20 bucks. Unlike some products out there, Caliper is completely THC free. All the goodness of CBD with no high. It's all natural. No non-GMO ingredients. No fillers or any of that stuff. Get 20% off your first order when you use promo code FACTOR at trycaliper.com slash FACTOR. You can try Caliper CBD risk-free for 30 days. If you don't love it because you're a weirdo, you, you, you will love it. But if you don't love it, they'll give you a full refund. That's try caliper C A L I P E R dot com slash factor. Don't forget promo code factor. Get that 20% off. And now, guys, for our second interview of the day in the same show, first time ever, here's Cam Kasky. Oh, yeah. All right. Hey, guys. Welcome to the show, Cam Kasky, who happens to be a Florida man, right? Florida Man Friday. Cam, for those who don't know, was a high school student at and during the Parkland school shooting. Uh, he has since founded Never Again MSD, a student led gun control advocacy group, is an influencer on Twitter. Uh, what's the podcast, Cam? You have a podcast? Oh, it's called The Bad Place. What are you What are you pulling this description from? Is it like just the Wikipedia? Wikipedia, okay, Wikipedia, <laughs> Wikipedia <laughs> and Twitter jo- bios. Is Where the do you only think I'm thing. always pulling it from? Yeah. From Wikipedia. What do you? Thank you for joining the show, Cam Kasky. How's it going, buddy? I'm great, guys. Thanks for having me. I'm sitting here in uh, in Florida, sunny Florida. I'm getting the yeah. fuck out of here in a couple days. Actually, I'm going to Alaska. But, oh whoa, shit! That's a change. Some serious yeah. social distancing out in Alaska. No, seriously. You know, I was uh, first of all, my initial thought was, okay, where's the farthest I can get from Florida and not have to worry about any sort of travel ban once the resurgence oh, okay. happens? You found it. Yeah, and, yeah uh, Russia would have been the answer, but Alaska is the second travel ban. Though. He, he couldn't, get, he couldn't get back from Russia. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I was like. I was like, you know what? Let's go to Alaska. I'm I'm working as a landscaper for two and a half weeks there because my buddies and I found an Airbnb. We found flights and we realized that if we did roughly eight hours of landscaping a day there, we'd be able to fully pay for the trip. That's awesome. Lots of land to escape up there, Cam, so don't get carried away. Also, Um, Will's been to Alaska. I've been to Alaska a lot. And in the summertime, Cam, you're going to be fucking shocked because like they only get like sun like a few you know months out out of the year. So. When when the summer comes, everything grows like so fucking fast and huge. Like you're going to see the biggest you have a lot of shit to trim. You wouldn't expect well, it, but you will. Wow. The, the crazy thing is I'm actually only going because I'm trying to date into Sarah Palin's family. And I don't really know if she has Smart. any kids. But All right. Hey, wow. Cam, can we talk about this? Wow, so I've, I've also Pat, tried to Pat, date yeah. into Sarah Palin's family. You two are um, like peas and, in a pod, you and Pat. <laughs> yeah, no, and I, I've gone pretty far. How, how? What's your strategy? My strategy. Well, first of all, are you serious? Yes, yes, he's 100%. dead serious. Yeah. Oh my! I, I was I completely pulled that out of my ass. That was not a pointed joke. Um, no, I mean your you know, joke is Pat's life for real. <laughs> <laughs> well, yep. I, Infiltrate, destroy, Cam. That's that's my. <laughs> well, look, I'll tell you. Um, Sarah Palin came after me on Twitter once, and I remember when it happened. You know, I was I was probably like. In, in the wrong mindset on something. There was some sort of influence I was under. I can't even tell you which one, but I remember she tweeted something like a clapback at me on gun stuff. And I just commented, the tea party sucks, LOL, or something like that. 
Yeah, but, there um, you go. She and I already have that water under the bridge, which is super important. Yeah, no, one of her family yeah, members nice is my realtor, but we'll get into it another time. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> is, it illegal, is it illegal what you did? I don't know. We might not be able to talk about it. I didn't it. know. I was joking. Yeah. I needed uh-huh. a realtor. I needed, right. I mean, I it was a totally house. business relationship only, obviously. Uh-huh. You could totally afford the houses you were pretending to, to be interested in. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right, so, well, we got- wow, that's another <laughs> level of barstool drama. I've been trying. Oh, I meant to tell you this. I've been, I actually, I really wanted to do this. I came on this podcast today to start beef with Ellie yeah we just not... had a debate she was a in, in one of our debates she was yesterday she was, today, she was yeah. on our barstool our radio, radio show on thursday yeah. yeah she she and i do not see eye to eye on anything Uh-oh. okay well hey straight to camera what's the issue it's it's not even specifically political it's not personal it's just i i you know i've written her a couple times we're friendly and you know i i told her i'm going on hard factor to start beef with you and i'm letting okay. you know ellie if you're listening to this right now you and i are not cool we are not on the same page. We're not friendly. And I, I don't want us to find a solution here. I want to win and I want you to lose. Anyway, back okay. to what you're talking about. Sarah wow, Palin, okay. I, I mean, wow. Sarah Palin was the gravitas, if you will, of, of 2008. She brought it all to the table. I have a fucking theory she's running in 2024. Here, here's, here's my guess. I think the 2024 Republican primary, we've got uh, Nikki Haley. We've got yeah. Anthony Scaramucci. We've got Mooch. Oh, Mooch. hundred percent. Friend of the show. I think Haley's got it. That's what we've been. That's what we've been on. We agree with you on Nikki Haley running. Uh, Mooch, Mooch might run, but I don't know. Mooch wouldn't run Republican. I don't think. He would would run Republican. He would go up and he would say, remember back when the Republican Party was Ronald Reagan? Remember when it was all about Ronald Reagan? Remember when there was some respect in the Republican Party? He would be talking, that's for sure. And I got to tell you, there's some, there's a lot of people out there who will hear Scaramucci say the word Reagan 80 times in a row. They'll be like, fuck yeah, Reagan. And also, <laughs> but I love Scaramucci. What's well, a magic number? Scaramucci is somebody very close to my heart. His son, his his 21-year-old son is one of my best friends. I sleep on his couch when I'm in L.A. It's like... Uh, the Mooch is the man. He's been on the show several times. Uh, we yeah. love the Mooch. Man. Mooch yeah, is a big, uh, big friend of Hard Factor program. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's, he's great. Um, and I think that... So it's Scaramucci, Haley. I, I'm, I'm looking at the Kanye run as something very possible, specifically because Kim Kardashian has, done, has made these massive strides in... In criminal justice reform, she's really been right. standing and doing a lot of great things. She's been willing I to want to see a Kanye from. campaign. That would be yeah. She's in her third year as a law, in law school right now, right? Her yeah. second year, it's something like that. But Kim has really been doing great stuff. I'm really, I, I really did uh, have, have been so against that family my whole life, and then I and I'm so predisposed to hate everything they do. But watching what Kim's been doing has actually been really cool because a lot, it, you know, as a bunch of as a bunch of dudes. And, you know, a bunch of dudes who don't give a shit about that kind of thing. It, we, we might glance over just how influential Kim Kardashian is to a lot of women around the country. A Usually. lot of people. And she, she influenced yeah. uh, Trump executive orders in, in this. That whole, too, the whole I mean. family and yeah. the Jenners. Um, but uh, it's time to get some of those people that were just selling drugs peacefully out of jail. Right. All I mean, that's and that's why, like. I still am pissed off so much about Biden's messaging around pot because, yes, he says that we need this criminal justice reform. We need to, to mm. relieve these people of these charges. But it's like he, he still vilifies pot specifically and vilifying yeah. pot. Because, Cam, he's well, waiting he's so for old, the, he's but, waiting for the data to come back. I mean, about, to, to, <laughs> about whether, yeah. It's literally what he said on The Breakfast Club. It was fucking ridiculous. He treats pot like uh, someone that's never smoked pot, to be honest with you. It, 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 and, and I think that – I mean, like, dude, the getting but, the data back, Joe – Come on, man. That age We've been getting bracket, high since this fucking is, 1950. This goes fucking. for Biden and Trump. I mean, like, they grew up in that reefer madness age. You, you know, know honestly, like, after these after these two guys duke it out, I don't want another president that hasn't smoked pot. 
Actually, no, it should be a requirement. I'm fucking serious. It's ridiculous. And you know, that's one of the big things about Biden's whole thing. That's so crazy, especially because pot is, is just one of those issues where it's obvious. It's like how Biden and Obama were not good on gay marriage until, you know, way late in the game. And it's like, what the fuck are you guys thinking? Like, yeah, every- well, it, took them, it probably took them a long time to break those walls down and during that administration, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, the early 2000s all the way through like 2014-ish wasn't great for the for the gays and the rights. Uh, right. That's for sure. But let's hey, talk about – we got a, Yeah, we got a feel-good story for you. We do Florida Man Friday here, so we talk about all the Florida Man stories related yeah. on, on Friday. And we have one, one good here for you, Cam. It's um, not all bad stories we cover on Florida. We love Florida. My wife's from Florida, from Tampa. Oh, and I this love one's, Tampa. Yeah, this one's St. Pete. Shout out St. Pete. So a tattoo shop in St. Petersburg wants to help people uh, move past, you know, like um, and get past their if they had hatred tattoos, racist tattoos, they're going to cover them up completely for free. So you let them know you've got this racist tattoo. I think you just have to like send them a picture and they are going to totally take care of covering up and they do a beautiful job and they're getting rid of everyone's racist tattoos. You know, I think you have to also potentially tell them you're not racist anymore. Right. Uh, and then they'll take care of it for what you. What if you have just yeah. a really shitty tattoo and you claim yeah. it's racist? Well, well so right. that's my angle, Will, is if you have a <laughs> shitty tattoo, I think a lot of people are probably like just turning it into like a swastika like but with with like like a little bit of ink so that they can get their, their shitty tattoos covered up but yeah and the other thing is if you're good enough at arguing and you've got a strong enough command of semantics in general like you're gonna be able to frame a lot of different tattoos as something that's possibly racist right. oh yeah right like you don't know sarah sarah was a racist and it yeah. says her name right here on my arm and i'd like it covered <laughs> exactly. up if possible sarah, sarah and i are no is, longer together yeah. and sarah you know what's going and you know what the crazy thing about like you know say, you know saying things and and you know, the politically correct crowd and cancel culture. I'm all about it. Just give me one freebie in case I didn't know. Like I used the word hooligan once as a joke. I was just like, oh, you know, the, the kids who go out and say that as a bunch of hooligans. And people said to me, you know, Cameron, that's a term with racist undertones. And I was like, okay, cool. I won't use it anymore because people gave me the one because they didn't think I was doing it on you purpose. Know what we I wasn't. Need? We need like yes. uh, Google Glass or the neural net, like so that you can have a constant list of what words you can't say just like uh, in front of your eyes. <laughs> so you and the thing is, I'm all, I'm all about it because I really am. A, I'm a believer much more than a lot of people and a lot of people who I imagine are in the barstool world in what, you know, words like that can mean to somebody. So I'm all about doing sure, yeah, You know, yeah. I, it's it's pretty it's pretty fucking easy to be at least a little politically correct. I still think that like Wonder Woman and Black Panther were shitty movies, you know, because they <laughs> oh, were. Black Panther was terrible. Hey, but Cam, I like both cancel, those movies. Though. What do you mean Black you, Panther you, was terrible? Yeah, I thought both of those so were bad. good too. I, I still would like the list Panther. though. Yeah. It was so bad, but you can't cancel. You know what I mean? Like I canceling isn't productive. Uh, I think adjusting for progress is right. Well, What's James, got, James got, I, I have two thoughts on that. I, I'm actually for cancel culture in the sense that it's like, you need to be able to hold people accountable. And it really hasn't been a thing before because all these people like Harvey Weinstein, Epstein, you've got fucking years of shit on them. And every time this happens, people are like, oh, who would have seen it coming? Everybody saw it coming. Trump, yeah. Hillary, all these people were hanging out with Weinstein all the time. Damon, <laughs> Affleck, they all saw it coming. But I think jail should be their cancel. I guess what I'm saying exactly. is cancel means write off forever. You well, know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think writing off forever is, is an appropriate response. I think saying, hey, man, you need to be accountable to that. You Here's why. Well, one of the things needs that, to happen. One of the things for me that really pissed me off with the cancelers on Twitter, and this is like, this was actually like the fundamentalist Christian type crowd. This wasn't even like the people who are normal. Well, they, they've been canceling actually longer than Twitter has, but still. Oh, yeah, it, the Christians can't. 
have been it, canceling forever. It was the James communication Gunn original shit. cancel. Do you remember oh, the, the James, James Gunn? Gunn yeah, shit? yeah, he was that like was, he he had like ch- ch- uh, pedophile jokes in, from like two thousand. I, I don't know it. Can yeah. you guys explain it? So um, James Gunn did Guardians of the Galaxy one and two. You know that Pat, and then he got fired after Guardians of the Galaxy two because they drug up his old like Instagram posts and tweets from around. We'll say James circuit. Gunn who did who did Night of the Living Dead and, yeah. and J- Jenna Fisher's ex husband. Okay, yeah, yeah, the director. Yeah, I, yeah. So I always circle, forget like, that. That's crazy. Yeah. He also Circa did Scooby-Doo and Scooby-Doo Monsters Unleashed, motherfucker. Great movie. Well, why do you think he did it? Because he liked kids, maybe. Uh, around 2010, <laughs> uh, he started tweeting, like, really wildly pedophile-themed jokes. But they weren't – they didn't, like – they didn't read as jokes. And then he got fired, and he was like, hey, man, this was, like, 10 years ago, and pedophile jokes were in. So I was just, like, trying to fit in. <laughs> well, no, yeah. it, it, I've read all of them because James uh-huh. Gunn is one of my inspirations. I, uh, his, the, the thing that they – I'm a writer – First and foremost, and as a as a Jewish, white, cisgender, heterosexual man, I feel as though I'm almost bound to say that I'm a writer, but I, I, I'm a writer. And the thing that made me want to write was James Gunn's first book, The Toy Collector. A lot of people don't know about it. It's a fucking brilliant book. It's an amazing capture of just... Again, that title screams... He's got a thing. He's got a, like a fixation, right? For sure. Yeah. yeah. The implied was the adult toy collector. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. It's about this guy who found his only joy from his. Ch- it's an Arrested Development story about this guy as a toy collector, and he starts working as a nurse in a hospital and sells them and sells like oxycotton and pills to pay for his toy collection. It's a great Arrested Development story. But the thing is, I read all of James Gunn's tweets that were like that, and look, they were. The fir- first and foremost, and this is what I said about when Louis C.K. came after the Parkland kids. I don't care if it's in bad taste. There was this whole thing. Louis C.K. was making fun of us. The biggest crime oh. is that it wasn't fucking funny. And there's so much funny shit to say about the Parkland kids. I'm waiting for somebody to make brilliant <laughs> fun of us. The South Park's <laughs> Dead Kids episode is fucking hysterical. But so, yes, James Gunn's tweets weren't funny, but they were never they were so critical of the drive of pedophilia. He was he was talking about like exploiting people's masculinity and things like that. And it wasn't funny, but then everybody from the cast signed this letter to Marvel that said, we are we want James back. Every yeah. adult, everybody in the cast, Chris Pratt, who's the biggest fucking Christian dude in the world, he's building crosses out of wood. And, and and hanging out with Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah, biggest right. Christian farm, guy ever. His Christian farm, and yeah, it's, it's hilarious. He, he came out and he was like, "I talked, to, I, I thought about it. I talked to my family, my parents. I talked to God, and James is a great guy. Fuck all of you." And then he got, and then DC said, "Okay, we don't give a shit. We're gonna have James Gunn come in and do the suicide, suicide. Movie. yeah." Suicide and then squad. Marvel brought him back for Guardians Three, so which is James awesome. Gunn. Awesome. James Gunn is un- uncanceled, but you're, yes. you're saying is Ellie all the way canceled in your book, or is, is she who? Ellie? Ellie Schnitt. Ellie is, Schnitt. Are, Ellie have you canceled her? No. What, what's the deal? Are you just you're just starting a beef here? Well, no, I don't think other people should cancel Ellie. Ellie was shown to me by my friend Sarah, who's one, who was one of my good friends back at Columbia. She was mm-hmm. telling me that like every girl like Sarah thinks Ellie is like their thought leader, which is great and all. But I, you know, I don't want people to cancel her. I want her to know that I have personally canceled her from my life and mm. she means all but nothing to me now. It feels uh, good to have uh, personal beefs that, you know, maybe aren't even popular. Like, I, I, I hate Elon Musk. Like, I, and it feels good when I talk shit about oh, Elon Musk. I fucking I feel hate better. Elon Musk. Yeah, I hate Elon Musk. Do you guys hate Elon Musk after it came out that he had a threesome with Amber Heard and Carla Delevingne uh, at, like, Johnny Depp's old apartment? Uh, what? Do you hate him yes. as much now? No, I hate Wait, him more. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. yeah. 100 broke today, bro. It's coming out in that whole Johnny Depp Amber Heard uh, lawsuit. I hate him now even more. 
I have a soft body, but talk about the red pill. Yeah, he's he's on the he's on the next level. I love Grimes. Grimes is a beast. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm not familiar with her work. I just know that she she, she has some good songs. I don't not familiar. I, I don't like her hygiene, but she has some good. Well, songs. Well, yeah, she gave this interview where she was talking about how she only ate spaghetti her entire tour, and her hair started to fall out. And I was like, like, like yeah, doesn't Kate eat spaghettios? Kate Barstool. Yeah, no, I know that's yeah that's a weird form of rebellion. Just eating spaghetti. <laughs> All right, <laughs> you get scurvy. Back to this tattoo uh, shop. So the first person <laughs> he had a name John. Dingler, he got like a very racist, wildly racist tattoo on the back of his bald head, <laughs> like SS symbols. And it was the entire back of his head was just this white supremacy racist tattoo. He uh he got they turned it into out of a, they turned it into the Black Panther poster actually. They yes exactly <laughs> it's Wakanda forever now. They turned it into a bald eagle, but it's like his entire head. But the reason he came out and said, you know, like I was just caught up in prison. I'm not a racist. I have a mixed race child. How do I explain to my child that I have this incredibly racist tattoo? I'm getting fired from my construction jobs because everyone sees my bald head with all the Nazi symbols and they fire me immediately. Yeah. So he got his and tattoo I hate hats. tied up. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the first guy that Fredo from Fredo's tattoo shop in St. Petersburg has. Oh, I, th- I thought you were but- talking about, I thought you were talking about Cuomo, Cuomo. for a second. Yeah. Uh, hey, hey, easy. Fredo uh, from Fredo's tattoo show. shop in St. Petersburg. Fredo wait, Lincoln Company. This doesn't, wait, they have this hundreds doesn't of people like, that want to go there. Wait, real quick. Like, getting rid yeah. of racist tattoos is great. I'm all about getting rid of racist shit. I understand mm-hmm. the discussion about revisionist history when people are talking about Confederate statues. I don't give a shit. Fuck them all. Fuck them all. Whatever. But, like, the thing is, he came in and he was like, yeah. I don't like my racist tattoos because people fired me and they don't like it. It's not yeah. like he said. Are they still racist is <laughs> right. the question. The million yeah, dollar question is, are they still racist? Yeah. And is Fredo just covering up their, rate, their hatred? That's a, yeah, good, that's a question. good point. He's, 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 he's not upset about the message his bald head is sending every day when well, he's in public. He did say he's he has a mixed race child. Might... And then he didn't yeah, want to explain okay. it to his child. But So his dick isn't racist. His We'd, dick isn't racist, but his brain is. I think it's, we, okay. I think we covered it. They should have to like, take like a quiz or something. People, people use the worst shit as a defense for being racist. And that's another thing about like cancel culture and political correctness being a weapon. Obviously, like everything, it gets out of control and shit like that. But like you have to come after de Blasio for, for you know, being he's, – he's, I think as a mayor, he's very, very, very bad – for black people he's yeah. very very bad for a lot of people and he's like oh i have a you know i have a black son so don't worry about it guys and it's shit like oh that. it's like that dude the, I, I i stumbled across the hodge twins last night it was like what is this i don't know who they are who are they, who are they? yeah don't don't look into it the times are changing on uh on on civil unrest and steve king is out um as is Goodbye. aunt jemima and uncle ben they're gone. And uh, Ralph, but Ralph Northam is still here, baby. He's still kicking. Right. That's our governor. That's VA. We're oh, all from man. VA. That's our governor. Yeah, we had a listener DM us from Liberty University, and he was like, first of all, everyone at Liberty's not crazy. Also, we made these face masks that are Ralph Northam's black face. Well, the best, the best part about the Virginia issue was we covered it in full when it came out. It's Ralph Northam did blackface like multiple times. He's in the yearbook or whatever. But then well, the lieutenant governor also did blackface like even more times. The lieutenant governor has, has sexual sex, assault. Sexual uh, and, assault. Then, and then the, yeah. the other guy who's third in line had blackface as well. Right. So the lieutenant yeah. governor I think was a black guy, right? And he yes, had sexual he was a black assault. guy who had sexual assault charges. And he had sexual assault charges. They couldn't go to so, him. Yeah, no, the third I guy do, was another white that. guy with blackface. Yeah. yeah. So I they had like that. three down. They had they couldn't replace the governor because So that's why he was still there because it was just like worse and worse and worse the further you, you had to it's, go to like, like the janitor like 
it's literally like Canada. You've got Justin yeah. Trudeau, who's who's done mm-hmm. blackface before. Or, uh, p- pardon me, he's at least uh, brownface. Brownface. So I, I didn't Arabian know, Nights. I didn't Multiple know times, it was like his go-to trick. Obviously. Yeah. Well, he had the costume. <laughs> he had spent a lot of money on the costume. And the the painting of the face was integral. It was relaxing for, like, really for him to get his body painted. <laughs> right, he, he had a box of makeup yeah. under his bed for Halloween yeah. every year right. that he just used for. Oh yeah, he doesn't know makeup expires. Ooh, it's a couple weeks away from Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Time to whip out the old digs, yeah. baby. <laughs> but Love I mean, we're, I'm in fucking Florida. Like you're talking about Virginia uh, being, you know, this 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 situation where you've got these horrible picks. Our, our senators are. Rubio, who, you know, he and I have history. I went up and I chewed him out at the CNN town hall a couple years back. And um, that, OK, so, Cam, that was you. So I, I, I've been following you on Twitter, but, uh, you know, I, I, I don't remember exactly who was saying what during the Stoneman Douglas. R- Rubio and I definitely I, I went up and I, to, I, I, I on the stage at the CNN town hall, I asked him, you know, can you just say that you're not going to take money from the NRA? You can still support the guns. You know, it's all it's. Not about that, but if you support the guns, you're not going to need the money from them. And I'm sure we just say that you're going to stop taking the donations. And people, uh, it was very interesting because I never thought about it when it was happening, but it was the first time a lot of people around the world, because you know, in a lot of different countries, CNN is the only news they'll get. In Africa, right. there's mm-hmm. a lot of people watching. It was the first time a lot of people had watched a young, had watched really anybody, but also a young person talk to somebody in a powerful position like that. They, there are a lot of people who had never seen that shit. I'd never seen a kid walk up. To a politician and say, you know, and then say all these things. Ooh. But, you know, Rubio is not, I don't like him as a politician. I think that he's an opportunist. I think that he's, you know, very, very much what Just a, a lot of yeah. Careful what you say think. about him. He's got huge ears. He can hear you. Here's the thing, though. Rubio is one of our governors, uh, senators. Do you know fucking Rick Scott? Rick Scott is one of the worst people in the entire world. Oh, yeah. World. We've covered Rick Scott. He's had, he had like, didn't he have like a, a bunch of like fraud issues that happened. He had fraud. Uh, he stole yeah. so much money from Medicare. He's one of the richest people. Right. That's, that's it. He had a me- big Medicare scheme. He, it was Medicaid. I think, I don't know, but Rick Scott's one of the slimiest, but Rubio's Rubio. But one thing I'll say about Rubio is that when you watch him in the 2016 presidential debates, he does not seem like a fucking crazy person. Whereas Rick Scott is, is out of his goddamn mind. He communicates like Joe Biden and he thinks like Steve King. And he commits fraud like Trump. So, so you're, Florida, you're the Holy Trinity. And then our, gov- our gubernatorial race, we, we had Ron DeSantis and Andrew Gillum. Now, honestly, at the time, oh. for the first couple months of DeSantis. <laughs> couple winners he, there. The first couple months of DeSantis, he was not the worst news in the world. He did a couple things with schools that were all right. And he wasn't really doing that much shit. And he was, a, I said, you know what, if we're going to have a Republican governor for Florida, DeSantis isn't the worst call. Obviously, he fucking botched everything after that. His coronavirus response was terrible. He's horrible on racial issues. But then, you know, Andrew Gillum, who was running, I was never the biggest Gillum guy, but, you know, I, right. I really liked a lot of things he had to offer. And I thought, I fuck with anybody who's transformative. And then now he's like, again, he crashed and burned after the election. Andrew was the guy Andrew, that Andrew had, had yeah. a dead, a dead yes. prostitute yes, on yes, meth yes, in his yes. hotel room. I don't yes. think she he was dead. It. I don't think she was dead. I d- it was a he. Uh, I it, was believe, a he and it was a he. And I think he was damn dead. close to dead. He likes to party to the brink of insanity. Being a guy makes me like it so much more. People, people, when I was shitting on Mayor Pete, people used to say, oh, you just don't want a gay president. Like you hate gay people. The thing is, 
Mayor Pete being gay was like what made me like him. <laughs> so people calling me, <laughs> I, I, I was like, make no mistake, him being gay is like the only thing I like about it him. It was the only canned answers. Yeah, it's, I mean, like, yeah. I, I feel like people thought, I think Mayor Pete, a lot of people look at him and they say, well, that's a guy who's imitating Obama tape. Right. And I, think I mean, have you watched the video? Are you familiar with the recount? I agree well. Uh, the, recount, the, what? No. the recount's a, a Twitter page run by my friend Slade. And it's like, it's kind of like a little now thisy, but, you know, kind of different. And they're with a lot, a lot less grassroots and it's much more, it's got a lot of graphics, but they're, they're very much, you know, I'm very friendly with them and I love their politics because they shit on all the people I shit on, like Trump and Mayor Pete and everything. And they did an Obama voice video where they compared Pete's Obama voice to Obama that video. voice yeah, yeah, yeah. and Obama's Obama voice. And Obama wow. does an amazing Obama. But they um <laughs> like it's shocking how much these people and you see it all the time. Politicians, yep. every like young, at least a little handsome looking Democrat, all of these people come onto them and project upon them like, oh my god, you're gonna be next uh, Kennedy, you're gonna be Kennedy, yep. you're gonna be Obama, Obama, Kennedy, Obama. So you end up copying that because you wanna Mayor you wanna Pete, emulate it and then you Mayor end up, Pete yeah. spent out hundreds of hours copying the cadence of Obama. Clearly. Yeah, just like Obama did Kennedy. You know, I right. picture, Remember that week where everybody dropped out and supported Biden and and yeah. Biden oh, yeah. Bernie? That week, yeah, that cost I, us a lot of money, Cam, because we were betting on Bernie uh, Sanders. We on lost. Predicted. We lost our shirt. We lost a lot of money. Yeah, well, I was. I, I went up at mock. So there's this event at uh, in Virginia. I don't remember what university because uh, Washington and Lee University. Sorry, pot has really fucked with my memory, but it was in February, so I should remember this. Washington and Lee. University. I was at this thing called Mock Trial. It's this great event. It's like three thousand kids. They have great speakers besides me. I literally the day I spoke, it was Donna Brazil, who's this who's this massive political figure, Trevor Trevor Noah, and then in between them, this dumb little little white asshole who just come. Like, how am I supposed to you go? Can, with no, Trevor you can Noah? definitely you can definitely go. You, you're you're on the same stage yeah, with Brazil. Don't worry about that. No, cash the Noah's, check, Cam. Cash the fucking Noah's check. A, Noah's, Noah's a whale, a little though. Bit. Noah's, Noah's a whale. Brazil, you can stand toe to toe with. Don't I wouldn't want to go. I wouldn't want to lead in before for. Well, no, it's I, tough. I, I was got... the lead in for Noah. I went up for twenty yeah. minutes. And look, I'm a Jewish person. Look, at least you didn't have to go after him, right? Yeah, yeah. Guys like Trevor Noah. Some of those guys are just next level. You're like fuck. I think I understand, but that guy sees it at an angle well, that I never thought. People of. appreciated my speech simply because I went up and I was just being like kind of like a goofy guy, just messing. I was wearing a t-shirt and jeans, and they liked it as kind of like a palate cleanser between Brazil and Noah. It's just kind of like an act who comes in in the middle and will just. Yeah, you're be, Casual Friday. There you go. I, yeah, you're finding Friday. your niche. You know, and, oh. you're a DJ. You're DJ's Teeth is what they call it, right? Something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the point is, they haven't gotten the pre, the their. Uh, prediction at mock trial for the nominee wrong for I, i'm not sure the exact numbers but it's one of those things where they predict it almost every year i think they fucked up once in like 1940 but it's wow. a staple is the and we predicted bernie we ha, predicted right bernie. and then right. two days yeah. later every well what happened was everybody you know pete drops amy drops and then they all start stumping and then texas Seems. you know south carolina texas the south basically Boom. Seems like it was rigged against him. Although yeah, Clyburn, yeah. Clyburn did have a big part of that. Yeah, Clyburn, Clyburn was the was he was the the lever puller. Clyburn yeah. really upsets yeah. me, just in the sense that I cannot stand it when you can so clearly pin an election on one person. Look, if you're going to pin an election on one person, Clyburn is not a bad choice at all, very much. But it just it just shows how crazy our political system is, and it's not rigged. Like a lot of people look at Clyburn as this 
great figure. So, well, I mean, part of me, it is rigged, but the just coordinated, yeah. coordinated, it's I would broken, say, right? it's right. fucking broken. Well, the parties have so much power that they can make what happened, what they want to happen. Usually ex- mm-hmm. with the exception of Trump in 2016, he's been sort of the only one that's been able to sort of crack through, which like is, that. but between funny. Bernie and Biden, <laughs> Not a clear leader or winner had emerged. Like there was a lot more work. Well, for Bernie them to would have won if, the if, if, they, if they had left the race unmitigated uh, Cl- without, Clyburn, without, without any changes. Clyburn yeah. ended Bernie, and then uh, the powers that be at the DNC danced on his grave. Uh, yeah, and they're still. Well, yeah, but, you remember the fucking parties with Hillary staffers? Do you remember Hillary staffers were throwing bye bye Bernie Zoom parties? Yeah, I, yeah. I text yeah. a lot of my friends who are Hillary staffers. I've got quite a few. Uh, quite, a f- quite a few, and I texted them all. If you're in this Zoom group chat, genuinely go fuck yourself. And they all said, they all said, we're not about it either. We were Hillary staffers, but you know, we're not here to celebrate Sanders, who's this this great you know transformative figure. But the thing is, like again, uh, once going back to why I even introduced this, the Washington elite thing, I I picture with Obama, Pete, Beto, Amy, uh, all these different people. I, I literally have this thought in my mind that there's this almost fraternity style, deep, dark, secret cave room. And Obama You're was sitting about there deep and there was, and there were torches and Mayor Pete was being led by like, oh, yeah. by Bill Clinton. <laughs> and and oh, he, was, Pete will be he, back. he was being led down a hall and Obama said, Pete, I appreciate what you've done. Tonight's the night you drop out and endorse Joe. And, you know, don't worry, dude, we're We got you. We're going to take care of you. We're going to have you make TV appearances where you look like yeah. absolute shit. Uh, but the point is, welcome, buddy. You did a good job. We're putting you down right now. And then Pete had to pray to Obama. Wait. Oh, my God. Sorry. My friend Sarah texted me happy birthday. And my birthday's in November. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Not that good a friend. Oh, yeah, she's the one on, oh that's so funny. Um, but I don't know. It's all it's all so fucked. You know, Camp Camp. We had we had a we had a hard factor TikTok about a calendar year ago from today. I want to say we got this thing called the auto blow. We got banned, to us, we were... <laughs> which was it's a blowjob machine. So like it's just like this giant machine. It looks like a blender and it goes. I it think, has no, like I fake think... lips. It goes. Yeah, people so we, people we... called me that to bully me in high school. The auto, auto blow, blow. Exactly. Machine, yeah. So we got we got that. It's actually sent to a cool us. machine, so not right. that bad. I mean. And we did a TikTok where we're all like in a, in a track suit, Adidas track suit, and we like come out from underneath the table while the auto blow is going, and we're smoking cigarettes, and we shove a cucumber in the auto blow, and it just like chews up the cucumber. This is a great, video. and that was our that was our first and only TikTok really, and it got like five thousand likes within like twenty four hours, and it was blowing up, and we were like, oh, we can do that, and then it got banned. But Wait, we were saying, are you telling yeah. me that Ellie never got you guys doing the renegade? Mm. No, we haven't. We haven't. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to get Ellie back on now, especially with yeah. this with this new. Yeah, just, I, I, you know, up. I messed up. You, you'll be happy with me because I I actually I, I thought she had won the debate and I threw the debate for her yesterday. Uh, and so Tommy Smokes ended up beating her. So uh, I did. Yeah. She was on our debate show. Yeah, I did. Will, so we'll have to bring you cost on. You know. her the debate yeah. yesterday. Yeah, I was so. gonna say. I was gonna say. You guys have to have me back on. Cam, thank you very much for joining the show. Enjoy Alaska. Uh, you got anything you want to you want to throw out there for us? Um, to everyone who's listening to this, I ha- I haven't watched sports in like six years. And also, wow. I would like to announce my first ever congressional campaign. It's going to happen right when I turn uh, twenty five down here in South Florida. This is the announcement. I am running on the platform of being the second Florida congressperson ever to be a virgin. The first one, of course, being Matt Gates. Oh yeah. All right. Thank you to Cam Kasky, Florida man, for coming on the show. That was awesome. It was great talking with him and Emily today. Uh, Nobody's got range like that. Uh, You're not going to see that on any other podcast is my guess. 
And uh, today, what you're going to want to do is watch the Barstool Comments of the Week show that comes out on the Barstool blog uh, this afternoon. Keep an eye on that. Got some excellent comments. Uh, there's there's a, a piece in there where Kate has to do a pop-in. Uh, highly controversial. You're not going to want to miss it. Um, and, uh, oh, yeah, have a great fucking weekend. You know what else he was doing online? He was purchasing sold underwear. Did you hear me? He was buying these things and ingesting them. Did you hear me? He was munching on them. 